Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Freddie Rivas, and uh, tell them who you are, Matty D. I'm the producer. What's going on? Uh, not too much, not too much, not too much. Uh, you know, feeling pretty good after a, uh, after a Raptor win over Orlando. It wasn't the most convincing win, but, uh, yeah, there's some, there's some good trends. I'd say got a little nervous there in the fourth quarter when we were, uh, losing for a little bit. They had their, you know, Orlando took the lead after what, uh, they had lead at when it was nine, six, I think. And then they took the lead right at the end of the game. So yeah, it was kind of like our game. And then we almost, you know, we almost flushed it away, but, uh, but good old Kyle was like, absolutely not. Um, I'm too goddamn competitive to lose to the Orlando magic at home this early in the season. Yeah. Defending champs. They're going to win that game no matter what. Um, Matt, if, uh, if people want to support us, if they want to help us, if they want to, you know, Make this podcast the number one podcast in the world. And yes, we're talking about like, you know, peak cereal style. Cereal? Like, you know, yeah, like we want to be bigger than cereal. Like, I, you know, I've been saying Zach Lowe, but like, I think let's shoot higher. We want to go. We want to be the biggest podcast ever. That's, That's what you're right. saying. Um, I want to be bigger than the news. I want to be the news. I want to be bigger than Rupert Murdoch. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I know where I know where you can do that, sir. And that's if you're listening to the podcast and you want to help us out and get that big, you got to uh-huh. go to iTunes. You got to give yes. us a review. And you know what? If you're feeling uh, like your y- your fingers are tied, then you uh-huh. can just give us a five star rating. That's fine too. And, Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you can also do reviews on Stitcher if you're one of those listeners. I sure don't thing. think you can on Player FM. I'm sorry, Freddie, but I don't think they have a scoring system yet. That's uh, okay. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, I'm sure there will be a beta out soon or something. And when, and when that is out, I, we'd prefer if uh, people could try. It'd probably be like, you know, click four chickens out of five or something. Cheers. That'd be a player FM thing. We're on Facebook. You know, if, yes. you're, if you're still down with Facebook, we're looking at uh, late, you know, uh, late millennials. And uh, <laughs> at Dunk's Podcast on Twitter, we do have that fantastic YouTube channel. Uh, we get uh, not many views, but we got 22 subscribers. So yeah. and we're on we're on Insta too, aren't we? Instagram, baby? yeah, we're at Confederacy Dunks on Instagram, which we always post our uh, episode artwork and uh, other things that we, you know, you know, like uh, Freddie's hot sauce that went out today. You know, stuff damn like right. That. And, and yeah. Matt, didn't you write an article this week? I did. I finally jumped into writing some content for Confederacy of Dunks. I've wanted to for a long time, and <laughs> I've had a story about how it's called uh, "How I Got Pumped for Basketball: My Story to Becoming a Hardcore Raptors Fan and uh, Discovering My Inner JJ Berea." So, uh, yeah, check that out on our website and uh, have a read. It's a, a fun time, I think. And, and, you know, um, we also have some big news with our, with our Patreon account, don't we? Yeah, we've got a Patreon account. It's at patreon.com slash dunks podcast. You can also go to our website. We have a link there that will get, uh, get you to our Patreon. And the great thing about our Patreon is we do have our first patrons for wow. Confederacy of Dunks. And with the Serge Ibaka tier, 
Oh, hello. Comes a special shout out to those new subscribers. So, uh, Freddie, would you like to do uh, the first one? That's uh, yeah. Let's 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 share. So okay. So I'll I'll, I'll do my main my main connection. Yeah. Uh, I know him. I love him. Um, huge huge shout out to uh, Marco. Marco's an amazing dude, and uh, he's he's hopped on the Patreon. Uh, tear surge. Thank you, Marco. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Marco. You, um, I believe, were our first guest, episode one. I think Marco was on, and wow. uh, yeah, so it's really nice to have your support all these years as a guest and as a fan. And thank you for contributing to the uh, Confederacy of Dunks Patreon page. My God, and 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 we have not one but two new. Uh, Patreons, is, is that right? We do. We've got Eric and Jackie. Those are Eric, my parents. Jackie, huge. <laughs> they wanted to be the first patrons, and they ended up doing that. Uh, big shout out to 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 my dad, Eric. Uh, you know, if you need Naga hide or any kind of fabric, check out NSFabrics.com. You know, they're the uh, the big name in uh, textiles. That's right. And if you want to, you know, if you want to get lost in Lake Simcoe, don't because he'll find you and he'll bring you back home. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you're wandering around in Lake Simcoe, he will be concerned and uh, he'll he'll uh, fire up the jet boat if you need help. Cheers. Um, <laughs> so I thank you, you to, you to Eric and like Jackie. He, he, go, he goes around saving people. Sorry. I, oh, I yeah. And just yelling at them, too. He's, he's a real stickler about boat <laughs> safety. <laughs> uh, all jokes aside, though, uh, we just launched a uh, Patreon. So it's hugely encouraging to have uh, two people join right away. Uh, yeah. We super appreciate it. And we're going we're gonna to work hard to bring you the goods, you know? Yeah, we're going to start putting a lot more Patreon-only content and stuff, too, so that, uh, you know, you, you really feel like you're getting your money's worth. And, uh, and eventually we'll just keep building and uh, being able to put more into the podcast. You damn right, and 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 the first thing we're gonna do with these two patrons is, uh, me, you, um, you know, uh, three more folks. I say we, I say we get on a boat and and roll around Lake Simcoe. What do you think? <laughs> I can, I can definitely set that up. Absolutely. Do we have enough life jackets? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully there'll be a, uh, you know, like a, a Patreon party that we set up every year, and uh, all the patrons can, uh, yeah, come to Lake Simcoe and we'll have like a yeah. gi- a giant barge or something. I don't know. That's good. That's you know, good. that's um, uh, when the money flows in. We can do whatever we want, right? We'll be like, Mark, oh, for sure, Mark Cuban. I, I think once we start getting like Peterson, Jordan Peterson level money, oh, like yeah. I'm gonna have a like two or three <laughs> Casalomas of my own. Yeah, yeah. Which which reminds me, we are gonna start posting some videos. So as as you mentioned, Jordan Peterson. So you gotta you gotta see the videos, right? <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> well, let's uh, let, let's get to this pod. But I'll yeah. I'll, pref- I'll preface it quickly. We called uh, we called Alex Pavone in Queens, not Brooklyn, <laughs> um, and. Uh, He's amazing. He's hilarious. Uh, you know, we kind of just talked about the game and, um, and you know, some early trends we've been noticing. And then I called, uh, then I called my boy Alan Shane Lewis, and um, we kind of went around the NBA a little bit, but um, you know, also just kind of reflected on the game, and uh, it was a pretty good conversations. Yeah, two funny comedians, uh, two of our favorite guests that we always have on. So yeah, it was a great chat. Well, hell, freaking yeah, buddy! Um, <laughs> let's let's get popping. Uh, here's my very first conversation with uh, with Alex Pavon. Attention, Attention fans, fans at the, at the Scotia Bank Arena. Arena! Stop, Stop what, what you're, you're doing, doing and, and give, give Bobby, Bobby Webster, Webster some, some respect. respect. 
Okay, um, let's get this uh, reaction, uh, this Orlando Raptors reaction podcast going with uh, the very first guest. Uh, I believe he's in Queens, even though maybe he just told me he's in Brooklyn, but I'm pretty sure he is in Queens. Um, he's hilarious. Uh, he's obsessed with basketball, and he just told me he could name the 13th man uh, on the Charlotte Hornets, which I, I think I do believe. Give it up at home for Alex Pavone. <laughs> Alex, what's up, dude? Dude, every podcast you say I live in Brooklyn, <laughs> I swear to God, it's Queens. You want me to move to Brooklyn? I'll go. I'll do it. I mean, this guy out the wazoo. Queens this is guy. cheap. Hanging out in Brooklyn with Devontae Graham, <laughs> Willie Hernan Gomez. You know, he's chilling with uh, Caleb Martin. He's chilling with Cody Martin. Twin brothers? I don't are even know. Are they both on the Hornets? You better believe they are. Oh, my Christ. Um, and one, one makes under a million dollars, and the other makes slightly over a million dollars. So, Both doing much better than me as I am taking this phone call in my roommate's on his bed. <laughs> so, wow, you, sound, you sound like you're pretty rich. Yeah, things are going well for the Martins and for the Pavones. Not so hot. Yeah, well, um, you know what? Let's, let's focus on the, on the positives. Let's focus on the Raptors. <laughs> I don't know what, eking out a victory? Yeah, um, yeah this, that was tough. The NBA, it's a long season. You know, we blew out the Bulls. That was nice. Uh, we were cruising for a little while against the Magic. And uh, and that fourth quarter was just like a dead crawl. But it seems like we have that kind of pedigree to fight through games like this. Yeah, I think, obviously, I think last year helped. Obviously, winning a championship is going to help you with that stuff. But, yeah, that first quarter, I was... I mean, it was night and day from first quarter to the second quarter. First quarter, I was like, look at everybody stepping up, not hesitating, hitting all these shots, moving the ball, so confident. Second quarter, I, I mean, it was everybody was, you know, shy to sh- shoot, and they didn't really know what they were doing offensively. And what, what, they, what, what was it, like a five-minute drought or something? Like they missed 11 shots in a row? I don't know, but the Raptors shot, I'm just looking at the stats now, they shot 25% from three on the game. Yeah. And 40% from the field. So the shooting was rough, and Orlando shot even worse. Yeah. So, no, I mean, I think the, there was a lot of good defense in this game. There was teams. a lot of good defense, but I feel like Orlando was getting some decent looks, and they just, you know, Gordon couldn't hit anything, and, and same with Vujicic or whatever. He couldn't, he was like one for 13s and stuff like that too, so... We did get a little lucky. Uh, today felt like one of those games where they could have beat us and we got lucky. We, 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 I feel that way. And Lowry at the end of that second quarter and stuff, that was – thank God for that. Oh, that yeah. he, he made those like last – you know, those, those driving layups there at the end or it would have been brutal. We might have not got a point at the end. Lowry, Lowry put on his cape for this game because I feel like, you know – OG is just seems like he's in the middle of kind of like a coming out party. I think Siakam is already starting to experience what it's like to get a ton of attention from the other team. And he's fighting through that. Yeah. You know, Gasol's working through some rust. Uh is not going to stay hot forever. And it's almost like Lowry kind of like was looking around and he was like, Oh shoot. Okay. This is one of my nights. Yeah. This is one of the nights where we're going to win because of me. Um, and he just like, yeah, he's got, you know, 26, five and six, 
Uh, and he, yeah, shot seven for 18 from the field. You know, it wasn't on fire, but he shot, he shot three for 11 from three, which is pretty terrible. But I think he, he really forced it, uh, like forced the issue and got to the line. Uh, he went nine for 10 from the free throw line. So in a way that's the game, you know? Yeah, no, he made a couple of those like big shots when we needed them or like late driving layups. Like he, and then that three at the end there in, in the fourth quarter, when they were really mm-hmm. again, struggling in the fourth quarter, uh, he hit that big shot. So he made like timely, uh, I guess, timely buckets, as they say, you know, when you, when you were like, oh, you needed that one at that time. So that was pretty, that was pretty big for him. But you know, I, I love um, Siakam, obviously, but I think there was like a couple times in the second quarter. I think he stayed. When did he get back on? Like at the five thirty mark or something? He 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 really he sat for a long time yeah. in the fourth, which you know for the long haul is probably a really good thing because he's, he's in played, the second too though. Yeah, in, like, in the yeah he 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 played thirty five minutes tonight, so I don't know oh, if that's okay. foul trouble. Or, or if that's like maybe he's a bit tired. He he did turn his ankle in the in the Bulls game, so it could just be one of those things where uh, Nurse didn't want to push him to 40, uh, 40 minutes. Yeah, um, yeah. There was like I, I think towards the end of the second quarter, though, when we really needed a bucket, he wasn't really, you know, he wasn't really shooting or anything, and he wasn't really trying to get his offense going. And that's like you know, if he's going to be the guy who leads us, you you really want you know him to to at least get very like get more aggressive offensively that was the only thing i really noticed in the second quarter fourth quarter he you know he did take some some more shots and which is great but yeah i don't know he just didn't when we were in that drought he didn't really get as aggressive as he could have that was the only thing but i mean no i think i think that's pretty fair like he's gonna have to really you know kind of like pick his pick his moments where you know he doesn't just score like he can score in bunches clearly yeah um and i think he's gonna have to find those moments that that really turn the game around Mm -hmm. um and that's obviously what you know what what makes someone like a super duper star and i think he's on his way to being a superstar but i agree man it's not just putting up those giant numbers it's 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 getting like a key charge or like just like hitting you know in 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 that celtics game i was like oh shit this guy is like yeah you know hitting those five threes i think was no he's in the quarter it was like okay this this guy is a superstar you know starter in the eastern conference uh all-star game type guy yeah um but i still think kind of like what you were saying I don't know if it, I don't, it's I don't know if it's fair to say that he he gets rattled, but I do think he kind of maybe second guesses how he should make like a game changing play. Like I, I think I think LeBron one time in an interview talked about how he tries to have whatever amount it was like seven to ten game changing plays every game, and those plays can come in like any form. It's just kind of like yeah, it's, it's, it's like what Lowry does. Like Lowry's seems to his plays seem to he draws a foul that is just a momentum killer or, yeah, you know, something, exactly. something like the way he covered Ross at the end of the game. Yeah, no, that was, that was, he awesome. knew he needed to eliminate that threat. You know what I mean? Uh, I think with, I think with Siakam though, I mean, it's only the fourth game of the year too. And he's just not, he, he it's, it's going to take time for him to just be like, I am the guy right now, you know? Cause you could like get you, you passive and, and, you know, just stay on the perimeter and not ask for the ball, especially when, like, Lowry has the ball. And you know Lowry's not going to be shy. He's going to put one up, especially on the fo- in the fourth game of the year. 
it's not really a big deal. But um, I, I definitely loved um, OG's D today. That guy had like five steals and he had okay. like a bunch of deflections and stuff can, like that. Can I read you OG's stat line? He, yeah, please. 12 points, eight rebounds, two assists, five steals, two blocks. Yeah. Five for 11 from the field, two for four from three. Yeah. Like, this guy's a bulldozer. What yeah. the hell? That's 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 amazing. Like th- this kind of, you know, defensive coming out party. That it, it's two games. Like you know, let's 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 be chill about it. And he's mm-hmm. twenty two years old, so there's definitely going to be like up and down moments. But I really think that uh, we're you know, it's going to be a fun it's going to be a fun watch. Um, if he yeah, can, if he can keep it up. No, I I think so too. I mean, if he plays D like that, we're going to be fine. He's just so long, and he's just he he just plays like angles well and stuff like that. And he's I don't know he's he's disciplined too. Like he takes chances, but but not crazy chances. You know, like he'll stick his his he'll stick his arm in and like throw a, a shooter off. You know, a little bit, mm-hmm. but but he's still you know pretty disciplined and stuff like that. And, and he, you know, with five steals, obviously you're like taking chances. So he's he's just he's a big boy too and he's like long and stuff. But the way he runs kills me. Like he runs like an old man. But how is he so athletic? Like he doesn't bend his knees. <laughs> well, I think he yeah, I know. It's 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 kind of a good observation because he does you people used to say that Kendrick Perkins ran like he was wearing like army boots. Yeah. And like OG's not quite like that, but it's like he does run like he's wearing Doc Martens. <laughs> yeah, he's got the docks on for sure. He's got the docks on. He's got a goth run to him. Well, and he's yeah. all, or like even like you know he's so giant and so jacked, but he also does kind of run like he's wearing like a backpack. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, like I would I wouldn't be surprised if he like is doing that, so that he's just it's like an extra workout. Like like imagine the like this whole time, you know we're like oh oh gee like it's what a fantastic like year for you and he's like he's kind of just like oh i'm actually training to be a marine um <laughs> but, that's but, how he runs though yeah yeah um he's but yeah military like stride well i think he's you know it, it, it's funny how people can be similar dimensions and like totally different players and he's not that much like he's maybe what like an inch or two smaller than pascal and they're pretty similarly long but yeah, yeah og is just like he's like a a tree trunk like and i think that's 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 why his defensive upside is much higher because it's strength based and i don't think that he you know needs to run around like a madman like pascal does like i think his presence is just like even those like um kind of like Kawhi swiping hands like i'm seeing some of that from og and i'm sure he you know studied Kawhi all year last year yeah for sure no he's definitely i can't believe how i mean he got more jacked up or like his shoulders look broader this year og like he looks more he looks like a man this year you know more so than last year or maybe i don't know i wasn't paying attention i guess but this year i'm like god damn the guy looks huge excuse me um og my friend alex wasn't paying attention uh, last year if you look like a man but this year i didn't realize this year he's noticed that you do blades i didn't realize those (laughs) sexy sexy shoulders og um, but yeah, OG, man, you have you have bowling ball shoulders, not quite Dwight level like bowling ball shoulders, but like you know you're going like ten pin, or f- <laughs> you know five pin, bo- you know bowling ball shoulders. 
I can't believe Mark Michael Carter Williams is still in the league. That guy stinks. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he's a stinker. Him and, him and he's a stinker. shot are just brutal. Oh wait, my god. Wait a second. I mean, I, I don't know if I'll I'll talk about it with Alan, but I mean, I, I'm happy to talk about it twice. What did you think of um, Fultz? He, he was playing pretty well, though. Like, he was had he? that crazy dunk, and he was, like, getting to the line and stuff. But, like, we also let him do that. Like, why wouldn't we just play off of him and, and make him shoot? He hit one three at the top of the key, and it was nasty. It was, like, not a good shot. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought you mean, like, nasty. Cool. Yeah, he went one from four from the from the three-point line, but he went six for, six for 11 in the game. Yeah, no, he had a couple, like, you know, he, he made a couple plays at the rim and stuff, and he, he's, obviously, he can, like, dribble and stuff like that, but I don't know, just play off of him. Let him beat you with his jump shot, because it looks, it looks awful. Hey, what do you think about um, us, like, honoring Terrence Ross? I like Terrence Ross, you know? I was, I was like, you know, if we had Terrence Ross again, I wouldn't be mad. I like Terrence Ross. He's really good. And he was always pretty, you know... He did a couple dumb things when he was in Toronto. I, I remember he like these kids were shit talking him on Twitter, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll come to the park and play." It's like, bro, you make millions of dollars. Why don't you just shut shut your mouth? Like, <laughs> I love that. That's like your that. major gripe. Your major yeah. gripe for them is like, listen, don't respond on people. No, don't <laughs> follow people on Twitter. Don't respond to them, and definitely don't go to the park. <laughs> don't go to the park, bro. I'll show up to the park and I'll hound you. You don't want me being <laughs> You don't want this this old dog being you Your threat but, is realized by you actually participating. <laughs> don't fucking say you're going to go to a park party and then make me show up and pull my hamstring. That's the last thing. I, <laughs> I love how practical your threats are. And they also involve you hurting yourself. Yes. I'm banged up, Terrence. Don't tell me what location you're going to no. be uh, putting up jimmies. I mean, I'm... I'm always uh, – I feel like I've always been in the Terrence Ross, like, supporter group because yeah. he was such a hated Raptor, and I always felt like his contract was fair, and it was obviously tradable. You know, we got Serge. Uh, he was a very sought-after free agent this summer, and uh, Orlando kind of nabbed him. I think he would be fantastic on this team if, if you think about how desperately we need um, – a two? Uh, you know, well, yeah, just like, you know, really consistent, good three-point shooting. Um, yeah, and, I agree. Uh, I think, uh, I, I mean, he did sort of have like these great, like obviously he had that 50-point game and he showed all these flashes and then the next game he'd be inconsistent. That's why I think people just couldn't deal with him because it's like, what are you doing on me? I always felt like he was out of position because, you know, we had DeMar, so we yeah. always had to play the three and like he just couldn't guard like Melo and, you know, all the big guys that, uh, of that era. But like, That's true. The, I think the reason I, I asked you that, I was, I was curious because like he's kind of like a low-level Raptors guy to celebrate, but I feel like we're just a nicer, you know, yeah. more accomplished franchise now. Where maybe we need, we don't need to be like so like bitter and curmudgeonly. Like we can kind of just be like, hey, this guy was a Raptor for a while. We all love I, him. I, you know think, what I mean? We're just I think more winning a championship definitely helps with your kindness, absolutely. And I th and they're like they're like honoring like Canadian guys too, like Kim Birch or whatever. Like uh, they, I saw him on the jumbotron. I got yeah. the stream, so I didn't get the. There was no commercials for me. I was watching the the, the dance pack. I was watching eight year olds do backflips. It was there was a lot going on here. When you when you stream live, you don't get the commercials. But yeah, so I, I don't know. I think just the yeah the organization probably just a little bit a uh, little bit uh, you know more easygoing since since we won. I think that that helps. We're, a lot. we're just we're casual winners. You know what I mean? 
now now we are casual winners. Yeah, like at least at least until the wheels fall off, right? Uh, they they haven't yet, so we're gonna just keep uh, celebrating. I don't think so. Uh, time's up, buddy. Do you have uh, Do you have anything That's to it? leave? That's it, man. Oh uh, my God! It, it, it goes fast. That's it. That's the buzzer. Oh, that's well, the buzzer. Back to Brooklyn, so back to Brooklyn for me. So yeah, yeah, back, back to Brooklyn. <laughs> Take the L train. Um, so Alex, uh, yes, you're 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 doing you're doing stuff all the time. What's uh What's the show people could catch you at? Do you have anything online you need people to like, you know, like pump the vote for Alex? Like, no, no more votes for 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 Pav. But you can follow me on Instagram, Mr. Alex Favona, and uh, and and I'll give you updates. I got I do something called Pavy's Picks, where I lose every game I bet on, and uh, but I do it fun and I do it in a funny, creative way. If you want to see a grown man. Uh, come out of a stove or hang upside down on an inversion table and take an under <laughs> in a basketball game. That's me, Pavy's Picks, and uh, my Instagram is Mr. Alex Pavone. P A V O N E. Well, um, dude, it's 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 a goddamn pleasure. Um, <laughs> you're a pleasure. Wherever you're, you're staying, pleasure. wherever you're staying in Brooklyn, I'm sure it's you know it's not all the way gentrified and it's a really nice place and <laughs> and I appreciate you, man. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. Thanks for calling me. Thanks for thinking of me, Matt. Congratulations on the move, man. Way to go. Uh, you have a nice big lawn and you uh, water your grass and oh. whatever people do with lawns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Thanks, if man. I appreciate that. If you ever fucking come over and like landscape a bit, I can use an extra couple bucks. Oh. <laughs> so enjoy the suburbs. Sounds good, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much. For the win! Okay, I'm here with, uh, you know, uh, super guest of the pod. He's done it many, many times. I mean, I think at this point we can probably even get past the fact that um, he was in a dunk-off with Sonny Weems and DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> or we can't get past that because that's nuts. And yeah. it would never stop being insane. Um, I, I will get past him beating me in bump because, honestly, a lot of things have happened since then. I've got, I've got married. I've gotten injured. You know, like me and Alan's relationship has grown. But uh, without further ado, uh, this guy's hilarious. He's just, like, absolutely killing it right now. He's on uh, on Second City Main Stage's show, um, which we'll, we'll plug at the end for sure. Um, he, yeah, he's just an incredible dude. Give it up at home for Alan Shane Lewis. I miss that music. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, how's it going? Uh, it's going oh, great. The Warriors are in a in a funk, and uh, Raptors are winning. You know, all praises to the basketball. Oh, guys. the poor Warriors! Did they win tonight, though? Didn't they? Yeah, they. Yeah, they. Yeah, they beat. They barely beat the uh, the Pelicans. I know. Yeah, it's 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 just oof. Just good to watch them struggle. I feel bad for the Pelicans. Right. Hmm? I feel bad for the Pelicans. We're, we're at the that Pelicans. Like, uh, the Pelicans are just the missing Pelicans? Zion. Once they get Zion, they'll you know get their thirty wins, and then that'll be the season. Yeah. Fred, ha! Check this out, guys. I don't feel sorry yeah. for the Warriors. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Um. Sorry, I thought I thought Matt said Fred. Like you know what I mean? It was one of those like, can I hear you? Um. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm not feeling bad for the Warriors or the Pelicans. I uh, I'm just feeling good for the Raptors, oh, yeah. baby. Does a Tough win tonight, you know. Uh, it should have been a little bigger, 
we are should very, have been bigger. Yeah, we're very lucky that uh, Markel Fultz was the other point guard on the other team. Because, uh, uh, you know, shooting yeah. was abysmal on their end. And we kept him, what, under 40% for the entire game. So that was really good. Um, yeah, we kept him under 40. We also kept ourselves uh, under 40%. Ooh. Um, because it was that bad of a shooting game. I'm, I'm just going to look at what they shot. Yeah, they shot 38% on the game. And we shot 39. I think mostly Ooh. thanks to that, that fourth quarter. Yeah. Well, our second quarter was just was horrible. Like, coming into that. First off, they just took okay. like three points from us. And I was like, well, that's not a good start. And, uh, yeah, just there was just a lot of settling for, for these threes. That, like, I get it. You guys were, like, shooting at, uh, like, you know, shooting at the lights in the first quarter. But, like, take it to the rack. Let's get some free throws. Let's build from there. Okay, honest question. If we played Matt Thomas, is the game even close? Matt Thomas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, man, we're, we're, we're beating them by 50. I see that man not been a, a, a 50 deuce, if that's even a term. On, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's uh, – it's it's been kind of fun to watch, um, like uh, you know these, these kind of like micro adjustments by by Nick Nurse. Like so so, this game it was kind of like he gave the look to Pat McCaw, mm-hmm. um, and, and and Boucher got four and a half minutes, but you know it was a, it was a small look because of foul trouble. Yeah, well he also needs just like fifty more pounds. He's just kind of a defensive liability. Can't really have him out there. Yeah, he you know. I, I thought maybe this was an, an opportunity for him to kind of like do something and show that like, hey, if if there is a, a night where Gasol needs to rest or Ibaka needs to rest, like you can play me 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I like. I feel like the the Magic is kind of like the perfect team for him to, you know, not get bodied by a guy. And it's he's well, still he's still too weak. Like yeah. if, if Vucevic was out there, obviously he couldn't play. But you know, with like Isaac out there and Gordon, I, I, I still I see maybe, Isaac and Aminu were bodying him, especially down low. Totally. Like yeah. and, and those aren't strong guys. Like neither of those guys can body like OG, you know? Yeah. Well, that that's the one thing that's great that you said that. Like one really plus side of this game was like OG. I I love that intensity from him on both ends, you know? That one player who tried to do a double pump a reverse layup on a breakaway. Okay, we don't need that, but like okay, no, but wait, let's stop for a second because that play was was both weird and hilarious. <laughs> like that to me is my NBA like alchemy. Like you you you're getting into some really cool shit. If yeah. it's like okay, wait a second, what was that? And then you have to watch it a million times, and it just only gets weirder and funnier. Yeah, that's like when you're playing like 2K and you stole the ball and you're on a breakaway and you're like, all right, front layup, and it does something like some reverse jam. You're like, no, 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 don't do that. And then the computer blocks you and you're just yeah, like, yeah. oh. The guy the just game. like glitches out. Yeah. But yeah, but sorry, it, I, I interrupt you. I think you're talking about like OG's kind of well-rounded oh, game. Yeah, it was just it was just really nice to see. He was very aggressive on plays. He you know, he he made he made a move, and then if that wasn't open, he he switched on the fly. And ended up with you know just different creative ways to score buckets. He was a great team player. He was an option at the end of like you know when they're passing the ball around and getting a good three. And uh, yeah, it was just really nice to see him just some confidence in his game because like he's a really good player and we got him through injury and he didn't get to play. And then last year he kind of like you know was sidelined with injury again and he also played behind you know Kawhi Leonard. So mm-hmm. I think this is a good year for him or you know this was a good. Um, step up or an opportunity for him to kind of like show off what he has. And like, cause he like, people forget he was touted very high uh, coming in from the draft. It was just his injury that had him, you know, had, had let him fall to us. And 
people didn't think he could, uh, you know, stick around for for a whole season. But, you know, I think this is an opportunity for him to, you know, really show people what he can do. Yeah, he was like a full-on Spurs pick for for the Raptors because we I think we had we got him at like 20 maybe or 25 or 26 or something. But yeah. But, you know, the Raptors kind of just like waited around and it was a scenario where it was like, oh, this guy tore his ACL, but like he was supposed to go top 10. So you kind of have to take him. Yeah. And, then, and then we took him and it was like, oh, he's not going to miss any time. And then he was basically like so good that his rookie year in the playoffs, he was guarding LeBron James. Oh, yeah. Um, so I no fear. Yeah, he's 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 definitely has no fear. I, I mean, and proof of that is I think there's a really good clip. I think it's Markeith. Markeith like pushes him and gets in his face, and like he doesn't flinch or blink. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's yeah, it's 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 always one of those moments where you, if if you watch that, you're like, okay, like I think I could rob a bank with OG. <laughs> um, oh, nerves of steel. But yeah, like it, it, just just going back to your point about um, having him at the top of top of the break and kind of like shooting three so comfortably and also shooting at the end of the clock. Like yeah. that's something that I think, you know, that takes a lot of confidence for a player not to, not to look around. Um, you know, when they get the ball, there's two, three seconds left. Like I, I think when someone wants the ball um, and, and they're ready to shoot it, it just makes such a big difference. Like you, you, you can always tell those little micro those micro kind of like confidence, like if like if they if there's any hesitation, you're probably gonna miss. Like yeah. you can always see it with Serge. If Serge pump fakes once, and then he goes up again, it's like this is gonna be a clanker. But yeah. If Serge gets it and he's locked in, and he just goes for it right away. Like or, or how about Ross at the end of the game? Like he uh, Ross hit one three all game, and you know when he hit that three, you knew it was going in because he was just like he was just yelling yeah. the ball, you know. He was really feeling it, and that, and it was cool to see Lowry kind of spot that and then get right up in his jersey for those last couple possessions. And as as uh, as they said, like make, make him feel real uncomfortable, and he was very uncomfortable going through Dude, that game. Me, me and you clearly think alike because I was saying that to Alex. I, I was like, I, that's the kind of like this was like one of those like early Lowry games where Lowry was like just kind of looked around and was like, absolutely not, are we losing to Orlando at home mm-hmm. right now? Like it's just not happening. We're gonna win this game, yeah. and. It was he was just doing all those things. He was like, you know, drawing fouls. He was kind of, you know, looking explosive, driving, you know, shooting with without hesitation. And then yeah, even at the end, he just was all over Ross and he was all in Ross's space. Like just mm-hmm. making him just making life unpleasant for him. Yeah. It was it was it was so odd to see um Steve Clifford's game plan of like going through Ross at the end there and and also through uh, Fournier when like I was the most afraid when Isaac had the ball like, like every time he had the ball it almost felt like he just scored everything I don't know how his box scored in front of me but like I think he hit like a majority of his threes no he was pretty good I got I, I got the box score right here so um, Isaac was 24.7 rebounds three steals two blocks seven for ten from the field and five for seven from three so he was incredible so he has, exactly so seven for ten and you're not gonna feed like i think a lot like i don't know it was weird i guess they just don't have plays for him or something like that or is there like is he like fourth on the on the totem of who's gonna score or something like that because like aaron gordon didn't have a game but i felt like aaron gordon always had the ball i felt like fournier had the ball a lot and i felt like markel fultz had a lot of shots and i get you know trying to like get that boy's confidence up. And it was great to see him, you know, kind of uh, show what he could, he could do this year without the yips. But like, I don't know. I, I'd say feed the odd hand. 
Yeah, the the guy who was really chucking this game, or not chucking, but like you know had the really terrible shooting was a uh, was a uh, Vucevic who I think just is terrified of Marcus Gasol. Oh, he yeah. went he went one for thirteen from the field, so Ooh. that's that's kind of the story of the game for them. But you know, just kind of jumping on your Isaac point and like not feeding the hot hand. I think Orlando's maybe like early in on that process where they're they're not able to identify like okay this guy's feeling it. Or, you know, it could be a thing where Clifford hasn't run enough plays for him yet. But I, I remember feeling that when, when Boston made that incredible run um, without Irving uh, in, 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 the, uh, in, in the Eastern Conference. Uh, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and, you know, took, took Cleveland to seven. I remember thinking that they're not running enough plays through Tatum. And they're kind of just taking whatever good happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, to some extent, I, I even feel that about Siakam. I feel like he's so opportunistic that Nurse doesn't run a lot of plays for him. But I'm starting to see more of those. Um, but, yeah, I think if I, if I was an Orlando fan, I would want to see a lot of my resources uh, or my development resources kind of like put onto Jonathan Isaac because he mm-hmm. definitely has that kind of like I can do anything style game. Yeah, he's just a tall body who's very confident, got good stroke, amazing stroke this year. Man, and his block, like, his block, Baka was nasty. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I think, yeah, he got him, he got a Baka back after Baka got him, but, um, I don't know, actually, Baka got Mobamba, never mind. Um, but yeah, he's just a very, just long, long player, and he covers a lot of ground on the offensive end and defensive end, and, yeah, I, I didn't think he was going to be what he is. And people kept saying that this is who he is. And, you know, it's good to see this year him actually showing those people that they're right. Yeah, he was definitely getting a lot of that. Like, he's the next Pascal Siakam, yeah. which I, I find is always so tough for any player to just get, like, to, to have a comp that's so near you in the NBA, like, as far as, like, age and all that kind of stuff. It's like, players are just, they're a bit more different than that, you know? And I think with such an elite league, you know, something I always say the NBA has the least amount of players. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's even less likely you're going to get like duplicates. So, you know, Isaac's kind of be his own thing. <laughs> I think he's also quite a bit longer than Siakam, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like he's a true seven footer. He definitely seems like it. And, um, I think, I think the thing that's surprising me looking at is, um, his stat line tonight is like, I didn't realize he was like, but just like on fire from three because mm-hmm. or- Orlando shot, I'm looking at it right now. They shot uh, 30% uh, from three on the game. So, like, you know, a little bit better than the Raptors, but pretty terrible. Like, they hit 12 threes, and he hit five of them. So, yeah, I think maybe Orlando does need to focus on Isaac a lot yeah. more. Um, because, it's- yeah, why are they? Why are you going to roll out a guy like Augustine if you're a, developed, a developing team like Orlando, like, mm-hmm. or I mean, like, you know, why, why are you going to give him so many possessions? Like, kind of doesn't like, really. Yeah, like, I, I understand giving, you know, those, those uh, veteran guys those moments, especially in playoff series. But, yeah, you, you're trying to win this game. You have a guy who's, like, clearly uh, got that on it. You know, let's play through him. And, um, oh, crap, that was another point I wanted to make. I'm sorry, I got very distracted by uh, the uh, Portland uh, San Antonio game. Where, where's that action? Uh, so, so what's going on there? We got Spurs up by three. Ooh. Yeah, they missed oh, the three-point shot that went in and out to tie the game. Uh, Trailblazers, so it's over. Spurs won. Ooh, so Spurs 
eliminate the the Blazers. Wait, oh, at Bla- Blazers, yeah. So that was their first loss. So there's a yeah. so there's a couple more teams hanging in there. We got Spurs, Nuggets, uh, Hawks, and um, the Hawks lost tonight. Oh, Hawks lost to the Sixers. So it's basically yeah, yeah Sixers, Nuggets, and uh, Spurs. Yeah, those it's- are our undefeated teams. It's wide, it's wide open this year. This is such a wild year. I'm so excited for it. Oh, man. Yeah, just k- kind of back to like where we started with G-State. They are, uh, yeah, they, they they won tonight, um, but it's it's kind of nice seeing this, this this league where, you know, you can go ahead and pick your favorite. You can say mm-hmm. this team's going to be going to be there at the end, but every team needs luck. Every team needs development. Mm-hmm. Every team needs health. The NBA just does not have an overwhelming juggernaut like G-State. Like, there's just nothing, there's nothing even close to that. Yeah, man, balance has been restored, you know. And even, like, a team like um, uh, Milwaukee, who I really thought would be running away with this, they don't look head and shoulders above everybody. Like, I, I'm kind of, I'm, I don't know, it's, it's interesting to see how just a couple missing pieces from their roster kind of change the chemistry in a lot, just because, yeah, like, I, 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 like losing Brogdon like that, like I don't know, is is it just Brogdon? I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm I'm because like tonight they they had some struggles trying to blow or take away their lead. I watched so many games today. I just kept jumping. Like I had ha. one on the TV. Yeah, and they, end, they ended up beating Cleveland by a fairly healthy margin. It was it healthy? Again. It was like ten points for a bit. They won one twenty nine to one twelve. So you know, but I mean, I guess oh, okay, okay, it's okay. Cleveland. So yeah, but it was like yeah, I thought they would kind of like you know smack Cleveland out of the. Uh, you know, out of the waters, and well, we're 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 almost out of time, so I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave you with one take, but uh, I'm gonna say that the team that I think, or you know, that I thought was gonna do really well, and I, you know, it's very early, but I think mm-hmm. they can really kind of e- eke out some wins um, on a regular basis. Is the Sixers? I feel like mm-hmm. the Sixers are gonna have a lot of ugly wins. People are gonna say, you know, their win margin's not that big, but I think they're a team that can just get a stop when they need a stop. Um, and uh, I mean, we'll see how their health holds up, but three and zero. So the Sixers are my team that I'm kind of like. I could see them getting off to you know first fifteen games, first twenty games, kind of like having like maybe two or three losses. Yeah, I, I, I could see them definitely grinding out a win because defensively, like, oof, how do you get into that key? How do you get a rebound, an offensive rebound? Exactly. Rebound? And I'm sure they'll be blown out a couple times, too, where yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, they can't kind of climb back. But if the game's close, I could see them being a team mm-hmm. that are really hard to, you know. Just I, just, I just, I also think they just need shooting. Once they get shooting, I think it's pretty much over for them. Yeah. Um, well, so, Alan, give me give me one more basketball take, either either on this game or just in general, uh, b- before we kind of sign off. Uh, one more basketball take. Uh, Anthony Davis, I need you to step up and not let LeBron have to take over games. I'm going to need you to be the player that you claim to be. I'm going to need you to silence the haters. I'm going to need you to uh, bring a chip to to L.A. And wow. also CJ McCollum, why don't you go to the Lakers? Why not? That'd be a great that'd be a great city for you. So I'm saying. Okay, this seems so personal that I can only assume both of those players are on your fantasy team. They're not. <laughs> okay. They're not. <laughs> no, I just want LeBron to fade into the sunset with one more ring. One more <laughs> championship. Know, I know. I, I, I want him to do that, but like Come on over to the Raptors, you know what I mean? Because I just—it's so hard to square LA and LeBron. Like I don't know what to do. Like I thought it would get easier over time, but now I'm just like, but I still hate LA, you know? Yeah. Um, 
but uh but dude yeah that's that that's it for uh that's it for the time thanks for doing the pod oh thank um, you for having me always let's let's do a little bit of plugging like so so your second city mainstay show like you know uh, i mean if people don't know where second city is like it's it's a pretty easy google but yeah. um why don't you why don't you tell people you know wh- where to find you or uh, or what's going on um yeah um you find me on uh social medias at alan shane alien a-l-e-n-s-h-a-n-e and uh that the alan shane on uh, Twitter, I believe. And uh, yeah, I'm at Second City Tuesday to Sunday. Uh, we have shows there every night of the week. We just wrote a show. It uh, came out October 10th. It's called uh, If I Could Throw Back Time. It's, uh, it's a fun one. So come on out and uh, see some comedy. Why not? Hell yeah. You know, go, go support this goddamn rising star. And <laughs> here's, here's, a little, here's a little, you know, promise from, from me to, to everyone who listens to this, uh, this podcast. If you go... Uh, if you go see Alan at the main stage show, guess what? Sonny Weems is going to be there. <laughs> DeMar DeRozan is going to be there. These are facts. And these are the, facts. These guys did don't they, have careers. They, did they, they get rid of the improv set and it's just a dunk off that you have to do every night? Oh, I love it. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's know, really it's punishing. about listening to what they're doing as dunking. And, then, and you know, what they do is true. What else is true? You know? yeah. can do a 360, so, exactly. a 720. Totally. Yeah. Like you, you know, you might see a couple yes ands, but then if mm. Alan shows up, you might also see a couple no buts. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm um, sweet dude, uh, thanks for thanks for hopping on. Oh man, thank you guys for having me. Always, anyway, always a pleasure. Cool. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Podcast.